Jack Harper, joined by Dave DeFore, joined by Black Trey, Rob Lopez, pushing buttons, making it sound good. On today's episode, we've got all your news from the weekend. Jimmy Butler's comfortable with his new home. LeBron James went off. The Warriors are kind of figuring out their drama, but not really. Uh, but the news of the weekend, the first bit of news we got to get to, Campbell Walker dropped 60 on the Philadelphia 76ers in overtime. Uh, by the way, loses because Jimmy Butler blocked his game-winning attempt and then hit a three and then and, and just put the put the Hornets in a bad place. So, Trey, amazing performance by Kemba Walker hitting 60. We rarely see something like that. But it comes in a loss, and that is frustrating. It is. I mean, uh, watching every bucket that Kemba got, he worked really hard for it. That team trailed, and he willed that team back to relevance. I mean, basically, for them to have a shot at possibly winning the game. And, uh, you know, one of the, the towards the end, I'll, I'll fast forward to overtime where he wanted to, he wanted to call on one of his attempts and he didn't get it. And he was super frustrated, but ended up getting back. Um, and it was good defense by Dwayne Bacon. Jimmy just got the look. Um, but yeah, that was a tough shot. It was a tough shot. You know what I mean? So you got to give it to him. Um, but overall, like, I mean, it's unfortunate that Kimba is wasting his years in Charlotte. And I'm not sure if MJ and Kupchak are going to be able to either bring someone in to help him. Um, Kimba now is faced with the choice like Anthony Davis as far as, you know, whether he sticks with the money for the Supermax or he goes and, you know, actually finds himself on a competitive roster. Um, My perfect pick for Kimba would probably be Indiana, um, you know, and, and go about it that way. Dave, uh, what was your takeaway from the the Sixers this weekend, the Kemba game, Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler getting a little spicy with these guys. Uh, number one, I'd say that Jimmy Butler moves Philly into the conversation uh, at the top of the East. I mean, it was pretty clear early on that they were down in the four or five spot. I think now, you know, they're definitely you have to think about them when you're talking about Toronto, Boston, and and Milwaukee, Jimmy Butler just brings a new kind of energy to that squad. Something they were missing and uh, a veteran star leadership that they didn't have before, you know, Embiid is really good. um, But there's something that, that, that swagger that Jimmy Butler has, I think matters quite a bit. We saw it at the end of the game. I mean, to get the game winning block and then to come down and hit the game winning three, that's kind of just, that's what Jimmy Butler does. You know what I mean? And I, I think that that's something that this squad kind of missed. And, and then on the other end, I mean, Kemba Walker just needs some help. They're not going to move him, not with the all-star game there. And he's going to be an all-star and, and des- deservedly so. But uh, God, I just wish he could get some good players around him because, you know, it just seems like they're pretty feisty with him and with him going all out, but they just cannot cross that, that hump to become, you know, uh, one of the six best teams in the East because he has to do it alone. And I, I don't know that anyone's out there that they can get, they don't really have any pieces, but man, it just sucks to watch a guy like Kemba. Who's so much fun kind of waste away his prime. Yeah. I think too, uh, you know, just with the whole Kemba thing is like, we just see these, we see these star players or I don't know if Kemba's, you know, a full star, just like a really, really good player in the NBA, but whatever he is, um, we just see them just get wasted. These years just get wasted because incompetent management or bad luck or whatever just can't seem to get them any help. And they tried with Nick Batum. They tried with some draft picks, but nothing has really uh, come together. But I want to tell you guys like the most impressive thing from Jimmy this weekend, it wasn't the block. It wasn't the game winner. It wasn't the back-to-back wins, the, you know, against the jazz and 
in the Hornets. It was him getting so spicy with former Timberwolves teammates. What has made you feel so comfortable with these guys? Oh, man, everybody wants to win. And when somebody messes up, you talk to them. They don't take it personal, and um, they do their job. I think everybody's such a good basketball player, and we all want to do right, that sometimes we mess up. Moving forward with this team, you've only been around them now for, what, three games. But how would you describe this young group? Oh, man, talented, um, hardworking. I mean, and their will to win is unmatchable. Uh, I, I love this group of guys. They want to win, like I said. I think we'll continue to do that. After And some people are like, oh, that's real petty of him. He comes out and says, like, oh, it's nice to be able to play with guys who can take criticism, who want to work hard and all this stuff. But he, this isn't the first thing. This wasn't the first shot fired. Glenn Taylor came out, as he always does after a player gets traded from the Wolves or a player leaves the Wolves, and said, like, oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah, he doesn't he didn't help out. Oh, yeah, he's a bad leader, all this stuff. So if anything, it wasn't him being petty. It was him firing back at Glenn Taylor, the Wolves, and that whole situation. So I'm here for all comments like that, Trey. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't take it as anything. It's more so a challenge, man. Go ahead. I'm not with you guys anymore. And prove them right. I mean, I'm, right. Or prove, prove them be right. right. That's it. Yeah. There you go. At this point, you know what I mean? Like nothing is, you know, normally I would side and play devil's advocate and say, no, Jimmy should have, you know, been nice and all that. But no, nope, nope. I'm going to be the real Trey. And I'm going to say it. I call it like it is because I wanted to apologize from the last show saying that Kyrie shouldn't have took that shot. I mean, uh, Murray shouldn't have took that shot. Take it. <laughs> take and take it take every it. time. Take, take it, it every time. Uh, speaking of speaking of Kyrie and and people doing things against him, he went for forty three and eleven Friday night over the Raptors to for the Boston Celtics to take them down. Um, and then another big game for the weekend. Anthony Davis forty points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and the Pelicans win over Denver. Dave, what was the most impressive performance out of those two to you? Uh, I'm gonna go with Kyrie because without Kyrie cooking like he like he has the last few games actually, the Celtics offense is just. It's a bummer. I, there's no other way for me to put it with that much talent on the court. If Kyrie doesn't do this sort of Kyrie thing that he can do and, and in a way that only he can do with the, the, the degree of difficulty, that offense is just a bummer to watch. And so luckily we have Kyrie to save us because the Celtics are on a lot of national TV games. You know, they're, they're in the heat of the, the playoff race. They're going to be at the top of the East potential to go to the finals. And luckily Kyrie is saving us from having to watch this clogged toilet all the damn time. <laughs> Kyrie is so good. And and I hope that everyone can appreciate him for how good he is right now. Like, because I think he gets overlooked quite a bit, uh, but man, he's good. Trey, uh, between Kyrie and between Anthony Davis, who you got this weekend for best performance? Uh, I'm going to roll with, I'm going to go over by Byree. Byree. I'm going to go Anthony Davis, but just because I wanted to even it out a little bit. That's fair. <laughs> Guys, it's Monday morning. That means you have two more days to join the back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. You go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. You're going to put $5 in your account. They're going to match it with $5 into your account. That gives you $10 in your account. You get to play with B2B listeners every single Wednesday. Shout out to last week's winner. Connor took home the victory in our special fan contest. You'll get to hear him on the mailbag this week, a special Thanksgiving edition mailbag, by the way. So go to fanduelcom slash B2B, sign up, deposit money, get money back and play with us.
All right, let's go with the top game from Sunday's action. Lakers 113, Heat 97. Not the closest game on the schedule, but LeBron James went for 51 points, 19 of 31 from the field, 6 of 8 from deep. Over his last three games, he's averaging 39 points on 57.9% from the field, 70% from three-point range. Uh, KCP had 19 off the bench. Josh Richardson got ejected for throwing the shoe into the crowd when he was frustrated after he had lost his shoe and maybe didn't get a call. He had 17 points before being ejected. Uh, this was the uh, a nice rebound for the Lakers after losing in Orlando, which LeBron kind of said maybe the cross-country travel caught up with them in the second, third, and fourth quarters. And by the way, Trey, you know, 51 points, had the big shot at the end uh, to to crack the 50-point barrier, the big three from deep, even though the game was out of hand at that point. And 51 points, and you know, you know what he says, he's not even a scorer. First of all, shout-outs to Josh Richardson for his, uh, his Baghdad homage. He did the Al Zadi shoe toss. Yeah. Bush. Um, man, interesting game, man. LeBron was frying uh, my man Derek Jones Jr., you know, and then also uh, Derek Jones Jr. follows up with the tip jam where he gets uh, Brandon Ingram upset. And Brandon Ingram is straight out of the thug now, and I love it. Uh, he's, he's holding it down for all the skinny people with long arms. Um, but I thought it was good, you know, in, 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 in storybook fashion, LeBron returns to one of his, his franchise that especially the one that he helped win a championship with and, and perform. Um, and I like that people gave him some booze too. be fans. I actually want you to be fans. You, I'm so tired of, uh, you know, the home fans, MVP yelling MVP fan. for other like it's it's cool to give people credit but still be a fan and you know I don't I feel no one hates anybody anymore and, and I'm not saying specifically hate hate is such a strong word but dislike and root against someone you don't have to always say oh well he's a good guy yes LeBron built a school yes LeBron is a good basketball player but it's okay to like booing come on yeah be, absolutely man Make fans fans again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about putting that on a red hat, but Dave, um, <laughs> LeBron is LeBron's on this ridiculous streak right now. He's getting so much. I mean, he's hitting threes right now, but he's also he's getting so much at the basket. It seems like no one can really stay in front of him when he when he wants to get there. Are we maybe seeing a little bit more effort out of LeBron? We're not seeing on the defensive end so much, but at least on offense, it seems like he's establishing himself a lot more. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that that once Rondo got injured, they they decided that LeBron should take more of the creation role for himself. And and honestly, like we all knew that that this was the best path to success for this team. I mean, LeBron is the greatest player in the world. So why wouldn't you want the ball in his hands more? This whole idea that they were going to surround him with playmakers and make it easier. It, it was never going to happen because none of them are as good as he is. And we're seeing that right now. Now they're, they're on a nice little run aside from running into Vucevic, uh, you know, and, and that kind of ruining their, their Orlando visit. But uh, I, I will say that if this is the LeBron James, we're going to get offensively, this is a playoff team and this is what we need. I mean, this is what they need in order to do that. Yeah, I guess Trey, I know it's super early right now, but do you do you think that, you know, maybe based on Terrell's jazz struggles, you know, Pelicans up and down, stuff like this, I mean, the Lakers feel not like a lock, but more of a more of a healthy playoff bet at this point than maybe even before the season when it, still a lot of people were picking them to make the playoffs. Who is this again? I'm sorry. Just the Lakers. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I never had, I never kind of counted them out just because when you got 23 in your team, I think you got a, a, a huge chance of making the playoffs. Now, as far as a trip to the finals, this is going to be one of his biggest challenges in the past 10 years because you got to lead these young guys. Some of these guys have never, never stepped foot in the playoffs and played in that different atmosphere. And then the West is just a, it's a, it's a, it's a gunfight. So in general, you know, they're going to see some teams and teams are getting better, which I love. Like, hell, the Portland Trailblazers are first in the West Coast right now. Like, I, I, if you were to tell me that, I would have probably slapped you. Like, straight up. <laughs> like, hashtag Rip City on the ass. Guys, check out the Basketball Buds on Tuesday and look for a special Thanksgiving edition of the Mailbag later this week. That's why we didn't have one on Friday. By the way, Snark Hoops returns this week, and we've got some video components to go with it. We record ourselves, uh, you know, not reacting to each other's jokes, so you want to check that out. Be sure to find the BOMM podcast on its own feed on your favorite podcast platform with an all-new episode of Woke Bros. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the BOMM podcast, the Daily Ding, Back to Back, Key and Fai's NFL pod, The Interceptable, and the House of Strauss, everything, everything on countthedings.com and go to patreon.com slash countthedings. All right, guys, let's get to the rest of the games from Sunday. We'll start with the Memphis Grizzlies 100, Minnesota Timberwolves 87, the Wolves' first loss since the Jimmy Butler trade. They're now 3-1 and one since moving him to Philadelphia. Marcus Gasol was so good in this game, just a monster. 26 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 blocks. Grizzlies improved to fourth in defensive rating. Derrick Rose led the Wolves with 18 off the bench. Carl Anthony Towns, 15 points, 20 rebounds. But, Dave, this Grizzlies team... I don't know how how much it lasts because last year we got super excited about the Grizzlies and then everything fell apart. But at least right now, I don't know if they're fun to watch, but it's it's kind of fun to see them just buck the trends of everything in the NBA right now and just grind out everything like they used to. It's a throwback. It's like watching the History Channel. I mean, it, it really is. This grit and grind stuff is you know, they, they went away from it and now they're leaning in hard and it's, it's pretty impressive to watch Uh, Gasol, despite looking like he's lost a few steps is somehow just as good defensively as he was three years ago when he was, you know, consensusly looked at as the top defender in the league and then adding Jaron Jackson next to him. I mean, how, what a luxury to, to grab this guy. Who's a rookie. He's who's good. really a center, but who can play the four and who can shoot threes and, you know, might wind up looked at as the best player out of this draft class because of what he can do on the defensive end. Uh, that's pretty incredible. And then uh, having Mike Conley healthy, I mean, we talked about this all last year, Mike Conley being healthy was the difference between them being a terrible lottery team and making the playoffs. And, and now he's, he's healthy. He's looking good. I mean, he was a game high plus 21 tonight. Not that every game plus mat, uh, plus minus matters. But with Conley, I think it, he, you know, the Grizzlies go as he goes. Marcus Saul uh, isn't killing any coaches. And by the way, maybe a reason for a resurgence contract year, Orlando magic, one thirty one. New York Knicks, one seventeen. Vucevic with 28 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists. Aaron Gordon had 31 to lead the magic. Uh, Tim Hardaway jr. With 32 for the Knicks. Trey Burke had 31 off the bench and his canter had 21 and 19 off the bench. But Trey Orlando is now nine and eight on the season. They've won six of their last eight games before we buy into it. I want to remind you, they were eight and four last season before they completely collapsed. But does Orlando impress you at all? Are you buying in yet? Or do we need to see maybe another month of them? Uh, I mean, I look at it like this. Steve Clifford is doing a good job for what he's supposed to do. 
I'm not going to say they're going to be a playoffs, but compared to this this team and last year's team, this is where they hit the hit the wall. This team is actually improving off of the nasty start. You get what I'm saying? So they're actually getting better compared to when they peaked early last year. Um, but I don't see them like, oh, um, throw a parade and they're going to make the playoffs. Um, but this team is moving in the right direction where they want to go, especially with that roster that they have. Like, they got DJ Augustine starting at point. Like, no, no shade to DJ Augustine, but I don't see DJ Augustine as a starter in this league, and they're making yeah. it work. And Jerry Grant is backup, and he's he isn't yeah. very good either. No, it's yeah. just a bunch of random guys. Like it's like it's like a pack of Starbursts, and you get orange and yellow. Right. Yeah. There's no Yellow's red and pink. delicious. Yellow's delicious. It's fine. It's fine. It's not red and pink. It's fine. No one like if you give me a yellow Starburst, I'm not gonna be angry. If you give me a pink or red Starburst, I'm gonna be really happy. That's the yeah. difference. But Blazers, it's yellow and orange is in this pack. <laughs> exactly. Nothing but yellow and orange. Blazers 119, Wizards 109. I, I hate this Wizards team so much. Dame had 40 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Nurkic with 13 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. John Wall led the war- Wizards with 24. It doesn't matter. Dwight Howard left after 7 minutes because of a piriformis muscle aggravation. You know what that means, Dave? Pain in the ass. His ass hurts. Uh, and guess what? what? Huh. John Waiters. John Waiters. Oh. No. Oh, no, Trey. Oh, oh no. Oh man, John Waiters. So John's my man, but again, I'm calling him out as a personal challenge to get this together. You lifted all those weights, you grew out your hair, and nothing has changed. We got to do better. I'm with Jared Dudley as saying this team has been together too long, and they need to make a move. Whether it's firing Scotty Brooks or parting ways with one of the three guys, Wall, Bill, or Porter. I don't yeah. think Bill goes anywhere. I see Porter Jr. being moved or John being moved, but they need to get better because this is a joke. It's an embarrassment. Spurs 104, Warriors 92. No Steph Curry, no Draymond Green for the second straight game. Uh, this this meant uh, the Warriors lost to the Spurs. They lost to the Mavericks. Not a great, uh, not a great Texas trip so far. Uh, this is what it's going to feel like, Kevin Durant. This is what it's going to feel like should you leave. Is yeah, you get to play with another really good player in Clay Thompson, but you don't have that engine there. Lamarcus Aldridge was a monster down the stretch on both ends, had huge blocks, huge offensive rebounds, big buckets, like was just so good. DeMar DeRozan, 20 points, six rebounds, nine assists. Uh, Durant had 26, Clay had 25, and the Warriors shot 20% from deep. Dave, you were there. Uh, what did it feel like to see Kevin Durant, uh, not all by himself, but pretty lonely? Yeah, uh, you know, the Warriors just look out of sync. I think that uh, they're missing one key component to this, to what makes this team go. Uh, it, it's pretty clear. I think between the Dallas game and tonight's game that uh, they're just not the same team without Steph Curry. And, you know, we can argue about coaching and, and philosophy and whatnot. The fact that they are, they're, you know, very low in the league and in, in number of threes attempted per game, they only hit five tonight. Uh, I can, I can attest. It was really weird sitting there in person, watching these guys dribble in from open threes <laughs> into long twos. And, and it's almost as if they're trying to prove a point. And I don't, I don't think that the players are actually doing that. I, I think that this is a, a coaching decision. They're running a lot of plays for mid range shots and it helps that they have some historic shooters from the mid range. But, uh, 
you're going to lose the math problem eventually. And they did tonight. Kind of the Spurs hit 10 threes, but they didn't attempt more. So uh, this was a little bit of an aberration there, but uh, it just doesn't look good. And I don't know. It's easy to say, oh, well, they don't have Steph Curry. And so everything's a mess. But the truth is they have Kevin Durant, who, you know, is arguably the second best player in the league. They should sure, be but, struggling but you've, like this. You've built your team around having Steph Curry. Like, and not that, I mean, you know, KD is amazing, right? Second right. best, Which third best player in the world, whatever you want to say. But they've built their team to have Draymond and have Steph when those guys aren't there. Uh, it's just going to be different. I mean, they weren't in this game if it wasn't for Quinn Cook. And that's not great. That's a wild thing to say. No offense to Quinn Cook. That's a wild thing to say, Trey. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a wild thing to say. But listen, this is what it is. Like you said, 0-3 in Texas. But the main thing I want to hit on right now is that there is no system. The Warriors, the Warriors does not, does not click or tick without Steph Curry. It just does not happen. It does not happen. And that's no shade to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is still a very good basketball player. One of the most elite offensive players in the game, but it's too much ISO ball. There's no fluid run in their offense. They don't do the thing. They don't do the same thing. They go about it as getting theirs. Just like us rolling the ball out and we're going to play five on five, but no structure. Then there's plenty of lapses. And when Steph's on the floor, each each player compliments each other because they're drawing this attention. If Steph's on the floor, he's drawn to. If Katie's on the floor, he's drawn to. If you know that that gets Clay open, and then also Draymond. You know Draymond is being a scapegoat right now. People have been throwing him in trade scenario, been making the pick and choose situations. Nah, they're only as good as one unit, and they have to understand that. All right, let's go to line of the weekend. Uh, we got a bunch of different games to, to go with. Kemba Walker at 67 rebounds, four assists. LeBron, 51, 8, and 3. Uh, Dame had 47 and 5. Anthony Davis had two. He had 43, 17, and 5 on Friday. He had 48 and 8 on Saturday. And then Kyrie's 43 and 11 on Friday in the win. Uh, Dave, who you got? Kemba. Anytime Kemba. you hit 60, it needs to be special. It sucks that he lost, but I'm still going with Kemba. Trey, who you got? Oh, no, I'm rolling with Cardiac. Kemba, for show. I'm going AD. Average 41 and a half after, you know, 12 rebounds. I'm going to go with LeBron because people think I hate LeBron. So LeBron. All right. That's going to do it for us. We got more Daily Ding the rest of the week. We got the Thanksgiving mailbag edition. We got back to back. We got BOMM. We got everything for you on this feed, on the Count the Dings feed, on the back to back feed, on everything you want. Thanks for waking up with us. Cook your egos, brush your teeth, go to work. Ding, ding, psychoanalysis. <laughs> I messed it up. It was psychoanalysis. <laughs> Leave it in, please. Yeah.